<laughs> okay, we're, we're on, yo. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Inside Slant. I am Derek Vu. Uh, we got a full squad here today, so let's go, uh, Austin. This the Alstein. Sean. Sean here. Scott, what up? All right, Shefty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, and, and, and Chris, we got Chris. Introduce oh, yourself. Up. All right, uh, we are just a group of cousins who want to give you an insights, inside scope to the uh, group chat on game days, A plus commentary, B minus uh, analysis, and C plus betting advice. All right, welcome. It's episode five, week 15 against the 49ers. Uh, boys, last week we played the Panthers and uh, didn't go well. Yeah, we were we were shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I like didn't play well as an understatement. That sucked. That game was um, it was a lot. It, was, it felt like a blowout, honestly, but the score made it look a lot closer than it was. But, yeah. It's... It was hard to have hope when we couldn't stop the Sam Darnold, some Sam Darnold led offense. I mean, honestly, Deontay Foreman and Sam Darnold didn't go off that much, but overall, their run offense was still unstoppable, which is freaking annoying. Like we couldn't do any negative plays, which is like ridiculous. Yeah, the game uh, basically looked like if the Panther was fighting a Seahawk in real life, man. They did what they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not too bad. Okay, oh. let's just let's just get it off four down territory. Uh, starting off with our first like, wide receivers continue to play well. Uh, Lockett, Metcalf, and Goodwin all have touchdowns. I must say, Goodwin is is fire, dude. That guy, I swear to God, Good is catching up. every pass thrown at him. Just as reliable as Lockett. I mean, I love it. From the wide receiver standpoint, that guy's that guy's still balling out. Do we have him on contract? I feel like we got to probably re-sign him. Most likely, for no. another receiver. Yeah. yeah. Let me uh, let me look it up real quick. And now I know we didn't. Why we don't have him in the return game? We're saving him for the receiving game. It's true. It's Thirty-one now. Shit, I'm looking at <laughs> the stats now. He he was five for ninety-five. He was our leading receiver that game. Yeah, yeah solid lines all around. Five ninety-five touchdown. Five seventy-one touchdown. Five sixty touchdown. We don't got any. We don't got our tight ends in the game, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed. Noah fan had zero zero catches. Uh, I mean, he's doing really well, so I don't, I don't know why. What's up with that? Um, you think maybe it's because uh we fell behind early, so just to give it like a passing advantage, they kind of went like three wide, abandoned like that whole run formation, twelve personnel. Uh, definitely not having our our any viable running backs. I I think Travis Homer was still kind of playing hurt, and they don't want to use him as much. Yeah, I'm I'm missing the tight ends. I feel like we went pass heavy and we're trying to outplay them pass wise and just have like Gino completely prove everybody wrong. But when they didn't have to guard the run, I don't think that was the right move. Yeah. All right. Um, let's just go to uh, first uh, dislike of the game. Our run defense is bad. 
Yeah, run defense is worse than bad. We're freaking atrocious, man. Freaking. In comparison, when we were winning our our rushing yards, we were outrunning the other teams. But in our last four losses, one sixty one to thirty nine, two eighty three to sixty five, one seventy one to ninety, and two twenty three to forty six. This last game just shows how like much we're getting dominated on the ground game. Yeah. Bro, Raheem Blackshear <laughs> has fucking eight yards of fucking carry. <laughs> Sam Darnold has seven and a half yards of yeah. fucking carry. Sam this is Darnold. ridiculous. <laughs> he's running like he's Mike Vick out there. I think, uh, yeah, the Pan- they had 14 rushing first downs. Like, I don't know what to say. The, the defense knows what's coming, and then, you know, still can't do much. I mean, obviously, we didn't have Al Woods in the fourth quarter. Shelby Harris was out with a um, – I don't know. He had the flu or something, but but still, man, we had like nine people in the box. We couldn't stop him for like on first down and ten. Like it's insane. I never thought I would want Jamal Adams back so bad. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I know. At least he was tackling people eight yards downfield. <laughs> I was giving him a lot of shit. Yeah, you know, you tackle him. The guy already had a first down, but these guys are running for like twenty yards. They get down and get back up and still run ten yards. I mean, I think we could keep going in on the on the on the fourth quarter drive, but I think that fourth quarter they had two fourth quarter drives, and I think they ran ninety percent of the ninety percent of those uh, plays on those two drives, and they were averaging seven yards a, a carry on those Dude, nine on those ninety percent of those plays. Drive, I want to add to they ran like two plays. It was just run up the gap, like. It yeah, wasn't new, like super was dynamic. Formation. It wasn't yeah, going outside, tricking us inside or any shit like that. It was literally the same shit up the gap. <laughs> it's frustrating, and I do not look forward to next week with Christian McCaffrey. Anyways, I don't want to talk about the next week yet. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I think before we move on, I wanted to ask. I think I brought it up in the previous weeks, you know, whether it was like a scheme or talent question. You know, I feel like we – been a problem last i don't know four weeks now um i guess what do you guys think because i don't know like clint hurry was listening to his interview it's like yeah I don't, I don't know what else to say at this point like there's not really at week 15 now like nothing he said is, is going to change you know like you know their actions right of how they play so i listened to some uh, highlights from his interview he was just like he was like it's just gotta be done at this point you, i can't say anything else to like try exactly. to convince people yeah. you know what i mean I mean, Pete was saying the same shit, right? Pete was saying like, sorry, sorry, interrupted, but I mean, like, Pete was saying the same shit. He was like, he was like, oh, we gotta get our guys in the correct scheme. Our scheme was wrong. Um, uh, like, our what we were planning didn't happen, so we gotta fix things. And I'm just like, dude, at what point do you have to like actually, like, make coaching levels beyond what your personnel plans were? I I don't know. I know you're t- going to talk about like talent versus like coaching. I think I think it's coaching at this point. I think it's just straight up coaching. I think they're getting, the last, I think they're being put in the wrong positions. The last five years we haven't had a good defense, and we keep f- firing the defensive coordinator. This is all the same head coach who's a defensive head coach. Uh, it's definitely like a flaw right now, and I I don't get it. I think the thing that annoys me is just like yeah, Clint hurt. 
know, you see in the past couple of years when this this dynasty kind of started, right? We had fire defensive coordinators that would go on to be head coaches. And you kind of see the same thing with like the Niners, for example. Like, um, but I feel like ever since uh, who was it like Dan Quinn and those guys like left, right? It's been like Chris Richard and like um Norton Jr. Norton Jr. Like been hurt. Now it's like you know, is this like some sort of like Pete? I know he likes promoting his guys. Like, I feel like, is it worth just looking at other names outside of like, um, looking at other coordinators? Is Clint Hurt on the hot seat? You know, like, there's got to be something to be done about this. Someone's on the hot seat within like six months of like starting the career. That's pretty tough, but <laughs> but I wouldn't, I'm not going to argue against it at this point. We were supposed to bring in Vic Fangio, he was the head coach on the Denver last year, and I think we were only going to offer him like a like a special special coordinator type role. It wasn't defensive coordinator. And then I, I don't know which team signed him, but that's what happened there. Um, he he spurned us. That's why then we got Sean Desai from the Bears. Um, but he's supposed to be good too, and, and not not doing much. Um, okay, I, I just want to say one thing with that. I think it's a. Uh... I think it's coaching too, because uh, coaching to our personnel. I think since we switched from a four-three to three-four, we're taking out that bigger interior lineman, and then we're bringing in literally our only, only two inside linebackers are basically playing most of the game, and we're bringing a safety as a linebacker. Like we don't have that linebacker depth to be running um, this kind of formation, yeah. which is why just they're just getting big, huge runs up the gut every time. So. Yeah. I think it's something we need to address in the <clears throat> off season if we want to stay at this formation. I think we need to go with a guy like Jalen Carter, Coy mentioned before. Jalen Carter. Or maybe. we need to get some linebacker depth. Um, I mean, we got two yeah. first rounders, so that's what I think we need. I mean, I think with Al Woods and Shelby Harris, we are <laughs> average at run defense. Without them, we are beyond bad. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we might be 35th in the league. Um, okay so next i want to move on uh our dbs continue to play well in coverage um they're not really getting tested too much but it's just because the run game our run defense is so bad sometimes i think ryan neal had another good game um you know he came up pretty well in that that goal line stop that they had hell yeah um, Oh, Tariq yeah. Woolen had a really nice pass breakup where he uh, kind of just ran off the guy that he was guarding um, to break the ball. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, kind yeah, of that was touchdown out. saving. Are you talking about the first really drive? Was. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they they really weren't getting tested. I mean, okay, so this is literally the Carolina stats on passing: fourteen of twenty-four <laughs> for four <laughs> yards per pass. Jesus. If DJ Moore doesn't get a catch and you tell me that we lost, it's ridiculous. Yeah, 14 of 24. I didn't even add the yards for 105 yards. It's disgusting. So the the pass defense is still doing well there. Yeah. All right. Uh, we clearly don't have too many likes in this game. Um, <laughs> the, the next one, just like we're going to talk about our turnovers, it's getting to be a problem. We have multiple turnovers in the last four games. Uh, refs miss an obvious offsides on the interception free play. That I don't even understand. I was literally screaming they were lining up offsides. I looked like Herman Boone from Remember the Titans yelling. But um, I don't even understand how that happens, 
it is what it is, but you can't have so many turnovers. Yeah, I think Gino, I don't know, feel, he feels like he's been being more careless uh, this time around. I think um, the turnovers, I, I would say, like, even compounds into our, our defense. Um, you know, like, the defense, they get a long drive. Gino goes first drive, first plays at INT. Like, I don't know. I don't think our, we're giving our defense a chance to rest. Um, but... That one was yeah. bad. It was definitely yeah. bad. I mean, with Gino's first multi-pick game since like 2014. He has not have playing picks. time between then, so that's like a funny. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> <laughs> you got to throw the asterisk on that interception though, because there's literally a dedicated line judge staring down the line, so I don't understand how it's missed. Yes, I mean that one is that one is bullshit. But I mean, e- either way, it's still Gino's worst game all year. Yeah. Right, but do you think it's uh because he's getting asked to do more? Because look at our like rush attempt numbers. You know, he doesn't have like that ground game to fall on, that play action to fall on. It's like our, you our know you're passing, and game. you just got to do something about right. it. Right, I think even so, um, he yes, they're they're clamping down on the pass a little more, but he was being more aggressive than he should have been on a lot like even that first interception there was an under guy there was the middle and then the over he threw it to the over to t lockett and then the uh jc horn dropped from the middle off dk and just picked him off but the under guy was open right so i think it's just i think i just heard him in the interview he said i watched it over 10 times i was just i was not being like careless but i was being more aggressive than what the defense was giving I feel like that's what he's doing. He was like, well, we don't have a run game. I got to over overcompensate. And I think he was being too aggressive with that overcompensation. I, I don't want to like uh, harp on Gino too much because he's still way better than I think any of us thought he would be. Um, the, the line is also starting to not do as well uh, in pass pro and run blocking. The, the middle gets continuously gets blown up. Austin Blythe is not good. Uh, the rookies... A little bit here, more and here, more in there. They're acting a little bit more like rookies. Yeah, I think I I called out like it was a little uncharacteristic of Gino just to let it fly. He was really taking his shots down the field. Um, I did see that same quote that you saw again. Like he uh, looked at the film and said he's going to probably reel it back. I think for this upcoming Niners game, but. Um, I don't know. I think it's just it, for me. It's weird because I feel like when Gino takes those deep shots, it's I I think those are just money. now. you know I've been accustomed to seeing that. I feel pretty like, good with them. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know when I kept seeing him air it out. You know, I thought it was going to be you know completion, but um, unfortunately, it wasn't. I think without the setup, it we, we it's not going to happen. I feel like we were just like hoping for it to happen without without the right progression to the setup of that, like, big play. Yeah. It's frustrating. Okay, let's move on. Uh, we finally – we might have found our return man. Uh, forgive oh, me if I – fuck yeah. Forgive me if I, I <laughs> messed up his name. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. I think you got the, the right pronunciation. I don't know. Godwin Iguabuke. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds man. good to me. <laughs> The journeyman, I think he found his home here. I think Seahawks should bring him up from the practice squad permanently. His best kick returner and a returner we've seen in years. 
three kick returns for 104 yards, giving us starting positions of 33 yards are Seattle, Carolina 46, and Seattle 40, which is better than – I mean, that's better than the average field position you're going to get. So that's one of our likes. Uh, he had a 60-yard return off the bat. Was that, is that right? It was a 50-yard return, the one when end of the – like right before – the two minute warning and then it got us that was our touchdown drive of that the to end the first half. That's insane. That's yeah, insane. he had a stutter read. You know, he's actually he actually read the block. I don't, let's not talk about the other guy. We've already talked about him enough, but <laughs> this guy has a chance. <laughs> gives us a chance. Yeah. Dude. It is actually kind of crazy like how how much how better the offense looks when 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 we get a good return, you know, like when you get to pick up some free yardage, I think like that, it's just it actually changed their whole game plan. And yeah, this guy runs a four four. I was like, why did we wait till week fifteen to pick this guy up? But um, yeah, kind of crazy. Brings another dimension to our offense. I mean, when's the last game we won like special teams, like punting wise? I mean, other than Michael Dixon punting it off, but like returning, I'm talking about. I can't remember. Uh, not since we had uh, Devin Hester. <laughs> that's a little too far <laughs> years how been years i don't know how hard it is to just find a returner like i feel like there's a lot of like fast agile got players out there that we can pick up but how come they're not putting that punt return bro get back Jadon Mickens or John Ross. <laughs> I would like to take a I would take a chance right. on John Is Ross. Is John Ross in the NFL still? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> was it his last on the Giants last year or something? Yeah, he just couldn't. He was just too small. Um okay. Uh our last dislike. Um these two kind of like lumped together. Uh, Pete Conservative's definitely too Pete or Pete Carroll's too conservative. Should we fire him? <laughs> you got Pete Carroll in the hot seat over Clint Hurt. I think I mean, uh, a little ambitious maybe. to fire Pete right now. He's doing a lot better than what we expected. Bro, we're seven and six. <laughs> <laughs> seven more wins than we thought. Dude, that punt was so freaking Pete bad. Carroll six minutes ago, yeah, we have fourth and eight. Too. Like on our in our own territory, dude. If even if we don't get that one, we're gonna have to stop them anyways. S- stop them to a For field goal. Yeah, a field goal. Then we'd only be down thirteen, which is and is the exact same thing that we happened, except they chewed up five minutes. We had it's pretty bad, and we didn't. We only had one timeout. Like that's the like, critical that's the part. Critical. Yeah. Right. Dude, see, I think that's another thing that Pete really struggles with. Is... Timeouts. Just his defense. <laughs> The challenge kind of played a role into that too. Like he's over four, I think, on challenges of the season. Oh yeah, he's uh, definitely trash at challenges. Oh, so bad. <laughs> yeah, the worst coach of challenges. Uh, Pete Carroll is killing me. Like we talked about this in the Raiders game. We did the same thing in OT. It was fourth and I don't know seven or something, um, and we punted. Jacobs goes for eighty yards. Like I don't, I don't know what he's expecting when he punts it. Like if. if if he's going to accept that the game's over, that that's why I'm saying, like, why don't we just take out Gino, DK at the end and not, not risk them getting hurt. But, I mean, you know, know Al Woods is out, yeah. right? That's half our run defense interior, right? Like, 
you know he's out as a head coach i feel like you should be making the game time decision to say yo we got shelby harris and al woods out i'm gonna trust gino i mean he's been hitting third and fourth downs at a 50 percent clip i feel like our defense is gonna be i don't know 80 percent chance they're gonna let him down and let him burn some clock like that should be that should be a head coach decision to just go for it if we don't get it then we live with that i feel like that's what we should do Honestly, at the end, it's better there to go for it, too, because the field is uh, condensed and they, they can only gain at most three first downs. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, if they it, get a they touchdown, look, yeah. it's over. But if yeah. they get a field goal, which is the exact same thing they got, you know, it's just indefensible. You're just yelling at the screen the whole time. Oh, it's bad. I, I will say I don't think he should pull any of the players, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one, I, I didn't want to touch that one. <laughs> we literally had a chance, to, like, albeit far chance, we still had a chance to win that game. I will, I will say I get a little, I don't have the same fourth quarter hope as I did with Russell, right? Like, Gino had a signature drive, but in those situations, I go, oh, it's like three minutes left, and we have Russell, I go, two possessions. Oh yeah, we got like a thirty percent chance of winning this game or something. Like that's that. so true. I, yeah, like that feeling when they when they scored and there's like six minutes left. Like we we were saying in the chat, it's over. But I know in the past when we had Russ, like exactly, you know, it felt like we had a chance. Now it, it kind of doesn't. But. Well, I think let's th- this topic of like this new reality here that we actually aren't as good as we thought. <laughs> <laughs> we are who uh, they thought we were. Yeah, R.I.P. Denny Green. Dude, yeah, this team looks Super Bowl bound earlier this season. At least NFC Championship bound. Like, it was incredible how, how well they were playing. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Like, are we really that bad? Or, or was that just like a lucky streak? I think it's capacity. I think we have the capacity to do it. Are we really that bad? I would just say we're not as consistently good as we could be. I wouldn't say we're as bad as the losses that we've had in the last four weeks. I just say in, I would say I would chalk it up to us not living up to our potential. It, I think well the potential grew because of those wins, but in those games we didn't turn it over. We played good defense, you know, which, which is the Pete success to ball, and we just haven't been doing that. Um. And quite honestly, it's kind of what we expected at the beginning of the season, right? Yeah. Like, I think Cousin. Go ahead. Go ahead, back. Go ahead, back. I was gonna say another big thing. I think was that Tampa Bay loss. You know, gives us teams a blueprint of like what our weaknesses are. So teams are gonna like basically they know you know just run it up the gut, run it, attack the Seahawks' weakness. Like, I think was it the Chargers game? Like that's a team that probably should beat us but if you look at the stats they just threw the ball the entire game and uh they, yeah like if they had that film i'm sure they would have ran the ball more or when, played when we have our when we have our dime coverage in and we're just running cover three and we have the extra safety to help guard the run that we were perfect arizona like chargers um i don't remember who else was in that like stretch but but that uh, the was the perfect yeah that was the perfect defensive setup for us but now when they start running the fullback, two back set up in the backfield, we have no answer. 
Yeah. No, team, teams watch film. Like it's a long season, and teams watch film. So, uh, we're not as good as we hope, but I think there's definitely good. We can all agree there's definitely good things that we're looking forward to for next year. I really feel like I mean I was just watching Sherm on his podcast, or I think he was getting interviewed. He was just talking about how some offensive schemes break, like break rules of the defensive scheme and just completely screw it up. And I feel like that's what's happening right now for three or four weeks, and our coaches don't have an answer. They don't know how to fix the defensive rules, the the personnel or the like scheme or like the format or the box to make to make to like fix the rules that are being broken by the offense at the moment. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that does it for four down territory. Let's go to our week 15 preview. Uh, let's talk about our keys of the game. And then we got a little special surprise for the audience. Uh, first key to the game. Uh, Chris, why don't you why don't you tell us? I think it's pretty obvious here. It's going to stop the run. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, we, we can't allow another 200 yards a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think the Niners are they definitely they're like the best rushing team in the league, right? Yeah. Uh, no Debo Samuel. No which, Debo. Yeah, no, no, I don't know uh, if that matters. Yeah. We're going to get cooked by another guy. Oh, they're gonna yeah, maybe, random we're going to get cooked by like a no-name guy again. Craycraft, I don't even know. Fuck, man, I gotta, I gotta go look at Niners team right now and just. Huh. They have like I'm their really offensive really line is really good. They have Trent their... Williams is a beast. <laughs> so yeah, stop the run. CMC. Are they on a five game win streak right now? I, th- I swear to God, they're, they're like four and four. And we're six and four. Yeah, they got like a running back rotation where they're like yeah. he's just yeah. the yeah. running backs is averaging like five yards a carry. They're on a fucking. They're they're Super Bowl favorites right now. They have to be. No Imagine if, way. if they just had, you know, one of their quarterbacks. Uh, <laughs> All right, dude. I, I, know the guy, I got the guy that's going to cook us. Ray Ray McLeod the third. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. He probably <laughs> will. He probably <laughs> will. Kyle Juszczyk, 100 yards. I think we're going to need to put a, like a little player prop on that one. I think that backup running back gets at least – like 60 yards. Mason? Who? Jordan Mason? And Tyrion Davis Price? We got a newcomer into the chat. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. This Niner fan, Chirag Patel. Introduce introduce yourself for us, fam. Oh, I can't hear you. Oh, you're muted. There we go. I'm here, baby. He's All right. Trog, uh, I'm a, a fellow uh, Niners faithful. Um, uh, the only one uh, that I really know in this area. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's kind of kind of weird to be on this, but glad to be on. Wait, well, sure, Trog, are you wearing are you wearing your shirt? Is what I want to know. Uh, I'm not. I'm. I need to order a, a new uh, Brock Purdy shirtless shirt. Um, yeah. <laughs> once, that, once that comes in, I'll be rocking that for the rest of the year. Well, Brock Purdy is questionable, right? He is he's questionable. Pl- he's, yeah. playing. he's playing. He's playing. Who is the backup? Practice, just in case Bruce Irving is a shot to the ribs. The backup is Josh Johnson. Oh, that guy. Well, <laughs> that guy's time yeah. 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 yeah, but I'm pretty um, sure Brock's going to play. All right. Um, Do we got anything else on the Seahawks? Or are we going over the Niners? Yeah, Paul, do you want to the rest of the keys of the game here? Yeah, well, uh, okay. So the rest of the keys of the game, um, 
Let's how about the in- injury report? Are there any Niners that are uh, going to be hurt in this game or out? Um, yeah, so Debo obviously is out. Um, Kerry Hyder is out. Uh, other uh, starting D tackle, Kevin Givens probably out. Um, or I guess Hyder is questionable, but I think he's going to be out. Um, and then uh, two backup corners are probably going to be out, I guess. Okay, okay. so no key starters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, for other, us, than, other than Debo, yeah. For us, uh, Harris is back, and um, Woods, I think, is out. He's, his Achilles is still bothering him. Ken Walker, uh, full practice yeah, today. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Thank, I think, thank, uh, God. thank God. We need him back. <laughs> biggest thing for our defense, I think, Neil Woods and Trey Brown haven't practiced at all this week. So all three coming in in questionable. Uh, you also Not forgot sure. Bruce Irvin. <laughs> Bruce Irvin got in uh, limited uh, Wednesday. So oh, did he get limited? Oh, Bruce Irvin's just tired. Think, yeah, he's just tired, man. He's, he's just old, bro. Did you see his tweet? The man's got kids. Yeah, it should be illegal for Thursday night. He was football like, I'm still sore. sore. <laughs> it should be. They should get rid of Thursday night football, but it's another another topic, I guess. I love the okay. dudes that are just angry in the comments that are just like, you get paid to pay a sport, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know um, if, like I don't know how it's looking for us boys Neil and Woods I'm pretty sure Ryan Neal will play no I think those guys right. oh, he I don't hasn't think practiced once yet but as long as Fred Warner and Nick Bosa are playing I'm not really looking forward to it yeah, we don't have <laughs> yeah so uh, Niners have won one of their last 11 games in Seattle so, <laughs> so throw the money. There's it. There's it. Like that. I guess that's kind of speaks for itself. It's not like a. It, this isn't a. Give you yeah. Well, if I could give you a stat too, you like that stat. Though. Here, here's a stat for you. Carolina Panthers haven't won an away game since November 2021. <laughs> <laughs> until yesterday or until this week. So <laughs> that's also true. Yeah. I would say pretty much the same defense lost to Adrian Peterson last year. So we have a chance. All right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian <laughs> Peterson. Right. Um, can uh, t- please talk about our last key to the game for the Seahawks? Yeah. Let's take care of the football. I think, you know, the turnover's been killing us, it's been the reason we lost. Um, against Tampa, Oakland. Um, I would like to see Gino play a little bit more conservative, to be honest. Um, this week, take the checkdowns. Um, but yeah, I think we gotta we gotta control, take care of the football, and also control the football. And this team is the Super Bowl um, with Mr. Irrelevant. Panthers had the ball for like this team is more relevant now or that like Mr. That. Pretty like, atrocious. Yeah, and this team absolutely. So, I don't know. It's this been, team is more. It's been pretty horrible to watch but our drive has been very limited um and then you know clearly we haven't been converting so i would like to see them take care of the football and also hold it for a little bit longer yeah i feel like it's only going to be checkdowns against the number one defense in the league here um and i mean i mean niners they have the best run defense as well i, I don't even know what we're going to do to be honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of scared of Talanoa Hufanga. Something else. 
I'm definitely more scared of the run defense than the pass defense. I, I just hope that we can just get enough run so that like Gino can pass normally and play action. Yeah, like yeah. if it's if it's like completely useless where like the run is like last week. Yeah, we got no fucking chance. But if Kenneth Walker can at least pull out three yards of three to four yards of carry, and we can get to third and three or whatever it is, I feel like I'm okay with the game at that point. I think my outlook to this game is how I treat most Lakers games these days. Is I just want them to go out there and have fun, you know? Right <laughs> <laughs> for the love of the game, right? Let's let's and then you know see how it plays out. But all right, uh, okay. So well, since we have our 49er guests inside insider of the week, uh, Chirag, what's the outlook on the rest of the Niners season? I know you guys are down a couple quarterbacks, but. Hopes are still high, right? Just a just a couple, yeah. Um, Alex, pretty good, honestly. I think, uh, I guess, personally, and it seems like on Twitter too, it's it might be, honestly, it might be better now than it was with with Jimmy at, at quarterback. So um, it seems like the offense is playing better than it has probably ever under under Kyle. Uh, like honestly. You know what? And, I, you know what? I feel like uh, Brock Purdy deserves the uh, Shaq meme. It just says, I the, "Apologize." That was an unfamiliar I, game. I wasn't yeah. familiar with your game. <laughs> yeah, that, that's everybody. He's, he's Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> Dude, that, I'm not gonna lie. That um, that pump and and throw to the end zone for Ayuk. That was sweet. I mean, didn't have Ayuk in stride, but I mean, was, he also hit yeah, McCaffrey nice. on that wheel route pretty goddamn well at the corner yeah. of the end zone. I mean, those are like 30, yeah, 30, 40 yard like touchdown passes. And I feel like I've never seen that. Yeah. That's kind of the, the wild part is that he's, it's not easy. These aren't just like kind of throw up Hail Mary's like these are, he's making like legit reads on these. Um, and like, I'm sure you guys probably saw the, the stat, but maybe not but like in that first quarter, he hit more deep ball touchdowns than Jimmy has in three years, like combined. So, like, <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's like, like I could, I mean, you know, as more tape on him comes out, uh, defensive coordinators will probably find some weaknesses. But as of right now, I, I think, I think he's an upgrade over over Jimmy. Um, That's insane. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. That's insane. I mean, he he was a gunslinger in college, you know. Yeah, he's just, he's just not very strong armed. That's it. Yeah. But he, yeah, like the one like Derek was saying, it was a little underthrown, but he he got nailed. But a lot of other QBs can still put some extra mustard on that one, but um, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, I'm okay. not gonna lie. I was kind of hoping for an easy route to the NFC West. Uh, I, no, I was I was with you guys. I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought the I thought the division was toast. I thought the season was toast. Um, yeah, it was weird because when when Trey went down, I already felt like the season was toast. Like we've seen Jimmy's limits. Um, and then Jimmy started playing actually pretty well and kind of got some hope there. And then when Jimmy got hurt again, I lost all hope again. And now I have more hope than before, really. So it's kind of weird. It's a, it's, a, it's a weird ride, yeah. I woke up but to yeah, our like season. I was, yeah. I, I was kind of – I think I was talking to Derek about this too, but um, the Niners, the their Super Bowl run and their NFC Championship game run, they're basically like more or less like a play – away from you know winning those games player two away right um you know if jimmy converts a, a third down or two in that super bowl maybe they drive down and score there 
if he gets, you know, one extra first down, maybe that, that last drive in the Rams game doesn't happen, or obviously if Tart doesn't drop that pick. But um, that's with a quarterback that has a career postseason touchdown interception ratio of four to six. His his playoff, his combined playoff rating is like a 19. His fourth quarter playoff, or no, sorry, his his combined fourth quarter playoff rating is a 19. And that Rams NFC Championship game, he had a fourth quarter rating of four. Like, and then, That's yeah, disgusting. and like I, 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 I sent it to Derek too. Like, I think I think it was to Derek, but like, he passed eight times in a NFC Championship game against the Packers. Like, they, this offense asks very little from the quarterback, <laughs> and so just average quarterback play puts them in position to win. Like, literally, just average four to six touchdown interception ratio is well below average. I mean, I know they're still that that close. I mean, yeah. I swear half of Debo's touchdowns are like him running like all yak. Yeah, it's it's, it's all, all it's all yak. Yeah, yeah. So not surprised. Yeah. yeah. So um, if, honestly, if Brock Purdy plays like this, it's a huge upgrade. Like, so yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. Um, I'm thinking uh, Niners. <clears throat> I have them winning out. I think the Seahawks might actually win this game just because you said that. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, either way, you go thirteen and four or what, twelve and five, number two seed. You're most likely playing at home all the way till the championship game. Um, yeah, Brock Purdy doesn't have as much pressure on the road. You know, ease his way in, and once he gets that yeah. confidence under his belt. I, to, I don't think anyone wants to see this Niners team in the playoffs with that defense the thing that's, and that run game. Yeah, the thing that I was kind of like joking around about, but it could come to happen is that, you know, that like Jimmy coming back window is like slightly open. Each of these Brock Purdy starts that go like this, his value goes down. And I'm sure him and his agent kind of know that. So like if he's like kind of like maybe can play in the playoffs and he's seeing Brock Purdy's kind of making him look bad essentially – I, I can see him kind of coming back think, and fucking I, things I, up. <laughs> I, agree with that. I don't think Jimmy's value is going to go down because of Brock Purdy's performance. You know, um, I feel like Jimmy's going to get paid regardless, no matter what. Like, there's going to be plenty of teams looking to upgrade, just like there's going to be plenty of teams throwing the bag of Geno Smith this offseason, right? So, um, yeah, I don't. I would disagree with that. The, the problem. The problem with. Jimmy's value is that obviously he's a solid quarterback and teams will pay for a solid quarterback. But in all but one year now, essentially, he's had a season ending injury. Like, I, I think, I, I mean, he'll get a job for sure. But the way he was playing in that four game win streak or whatever, like, he was looking at at least 20, 20 plus mil, at least on maybe a short term deal, right? I don't know if a team's going to give him 20 plus mil now. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, the Colts might. The Colts might. might. Yeah, Colts might. Yeah. <laughs> Colts <laughs> might. Three of high contracts over there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, it looks good. Nonetheless, it looks good for the rest of the season. Um, let's go to the next one. Niner matchups to watch for this game. All right. Yeah. So um, the obvious one that people will say is Ayuk versus Swollen. Ayuk is now kind of becoming legit number one for the team. And uh, Woolen, obviously, number one quarterback and kind of coming into his own there. Um, I don't think – I could be wrong, but I don't think they'll put 
um, Ayuk in situation, too many situations where he's just like one on one, go win. Um, there, there, there will be for sure, but I think you probably, you guys probably mentioned it before. They're gonna, Niners just gonna run the ball like crazy, right? Um, so I, I don't see too many opportunities there, but that'll be a, a fun matchup. Um, but yeah, the main one's just gonna be Kyle versus Pete, like you know, Kyle's ground scheme versus Pete's defense, like um, that's cheese. obvious. Yeah, that's that's the obvious matchup. Yeah, we'll see. I, I know Pete kind of uh, is pretty good about throwing some some different looks at at uh, inexperienced quarterbacks, but um, I think Brock got a lot of those against the Bucks that threw some like kind of exotic stuff at him. So um, that'll be the, the next matchup, and then probably the last one I have on there uh, is the the injury matchup. I feel like every every single game against Seattle, especially in, in, uh, at, in Seattle, there's always some big, big injury, right? So I think that's going to be – that's going to be one that I'm going to watch specifically. I, I, I don't know if they'll win or not, but I just want to get out healthy. Um, so, yeah, that's probably going to be the, the big one, Niners versus that turf. Yeah. All right. I can take that. Um, all right. This next topic is more supposed to be a debate between all of us. Which team has the better outlook for the next five seasons? Ooh, that's a good question. Let's end the right? No, I'm going let's take our homework yeah. cancel off. Let's kind of be try to be five seasons, yo. The nine the Niners are built for like two three years. They they traded mm. a lot of their draft capital for Capri yeah. and. The Hawks, like we have Denver's pick. Um, you know, we have our own pick, Gino. I think he's going to get better. I, I say Seattle. All right. I, I want to just, for, before we get on this debate, I think we can clearly agree that both the Niners and the Hawks are way better situated than the Rams and the Cards for the next five years. Is that right? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. <laughs> okay. That's out of the way. Um, so the Niners uh, on defense, Fred Warner, baller for I don't even know how long now, but he's under contract. I know Bosa is due up. Um, they they have Greenlaw, who's actually playing really well. Um, but they also paid uh, Mosley, Tart, um, the, the the rest of the back end. They're going to have to pay uh, Hall- Halfonga. So Mosley Mosley's on a on a one year. Mosley's due. So but he might be, he, he might be gone if they're gonna have to pay both. I just he, there's a lot of people paying. Yeah, he might, but he tore his ACL, so there's a good chance that they find some team friendly like one year kind of deal. He, he's back for, but um, but yeah, I just want to correct you on that one. He's only oh, thank, one. You. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have a lot of people to pay, and I I don't know how they're gonna be after like uh, two more years, um, especially injuries and stuff like that. Seahawks right now, they're, you know, Locke is definitely getting up there. Metcalf um, is pretty much should be entering the, his prime for the next five years. Um, and our, our defense is pretty young. I mean, except our D-line, pretty serving. Shelby Harris. <laughs> Al Woods is old. Um, if we, if we shore that up, you know, it's really hard to say uh, with my Homer hat. I'm going to keep my homework. Honestly, if, if without bias, I think because uh, Seahawks would have to dr- rely on their draft picks and 
besides last year, they don't really have a great history of good draft picks. I think I would actually pick uh, 49ers. Um, they have the established players already. I think that is true, with, especially with, like, Trey Lance and, like, Purdy. Oh, Lance. That's, I mean, I think, I think they are set up. Um, for like uh, already, they are already set up. I think like Seahawks were getting ready to get set up um, that way. So hard, hard, hard to, hard to argue against the Niners at the moment. Yeah, unbiased. I'd have to go with the Seahawks. You know, <laughs> four picks in top top fifty. You know, we're probably gonna have two inside the top twenty four. And one, it's going to be a top five pick to find that cornerstone. Um, either Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, whatever we decide to do. And then that it gives you a corner piece on the interior or edge. You still have Jordan Brooks, who I think is a cornerstone at linebacker. Tariq Woolen, premier cornerback. Um, you have this t- team-friendly rookie. You have all these guys that are going to be on rookie deals who could be stars in this league. So then you can go out and pay like other guys that you want to build uh come in and fill the holes so uh, i think kobe bryant also is going to be a good slot corner he's only getting better um but yeah that's the risk with these young guys you know they're going to be in these team friendly deals but that's usually when uh teams are the best when they have uh these young stars yeah jamal back Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I got no That's hopes true. on seeing that guy again. <laughs> I don't know if that guy or Percy Harvin was worse of a trade at the moment. It, if, if he plays, is it going to be? It's just going to be a better, better. Yeah. What, what, so, what about you, Chris? Yeah. Uh, it's tough. I feel like yeah, five seasons is a long time, and yeah, I mean, honestly, if if I had to just put an answer without my homer hat on, I would probably go Niners just because I don't really have the faith in Pete and John to use our picks wisely and to build another championship team. I really don't. Um, but I'm also a very pessimistic Seahawks fan. We, we, we set ourselves up with disappointment. That's that's <laughs> why we were so happy with this year, right? Yeah. Yes. And, I mean, from the outside looking in, man, the, the, this Niners rebuild has – gone incredibly well for them i think like it's they've done it fast you know um, it wasn't for the injuries I, yeah yeah like homer had off like they look fucking incredible right now and um so yeah i don't know i just don't believe in john to build another team that quickly uh okay. sean uh you and then Chirag. I already went. I said see ya. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, Chirag, I'll give you the last words on this one. Yeah, so it's basically a combo of like what you guys all said. I think five years, I mean, yeah, the question is for five years, but I think five years is kind of a, a pretty big window. Um, Like, I think for the next, yeah, like Sean said, two, three years, I think the Niners outlook's probably much better. They have established stars at pretty much every position that, you would need a star at, um, but after Stop, the next two, two minutes, over down. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, like, came off. <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah, it is. This is what kind of is what right now. Like, um, yeah, like Bosa is going to be coming up. Do you so like, you know, 
edge, linebacker, left tackle, like a b- bunch of key positions, right? But three plus years from now, they're, they're kind of getting old. Um, so um, I would say after that, it's probably just going to depend on who who hits on their quarterback. Um, because, yeah, Gino might be the quarterback of the future for you guys. Who knows? Um, or you guys might draft a quarterback this offseason or next offseason. So um, it's just going to come down after – two, three years from now, it's going to come back, come down to the quarterback. Um, if Trey Lance is that guy for them, then it's going to be Trey Lance. Even if they lose some, some of those big stars or they get old, like if he turns out to be what they think he is, then, you know, they still have pieces around him. But if, you know, he isn't that guy and the Seahawks drafts somebody or Gino continues to develop even more at this stage of his career, I, I feel like, you know, I feel like you guys should probably try and, um, move some draft picks to next off season and see if you can put yourself in position for Caleb Williams. But um, <laughs> oh, shit, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that's what I would do. But um, yeah, and then if you guys draft a, a quarterback there and and he's him and and that that's the you know a star quarterback, then obviously it's gonna be that. So um, yeah, I would say next two three years, Niners outlook probably better. Three plus years, it's. It, it could be the Seahawks, but it's going to depend on that the quarterback for both teams, honestly. But, yeah. All right. Well, uh, okay. Uh, I want to thank you, Chirag, for coming on. Um, if you, uh, you know, thank you for coming on, giving us the time. Uh, give a shout out to your socials. Oh, uh, thanks for having me. You can follow me on Facebook. Um, follow on Facebook. Chirag Patel. What the fuck? You can follow me on. <laughs> Invite us to an event. You can follow follow me on Venmo. Send me money. Trog Patel dash twenty nine. Trog dash Patel dash twenty nine. Or uh, Cash App. Dollar sign Mr. Trog. <laughs> my, my, my Bitcoin address zero x five seven three four five seven. <laughs> All right, everyone can also follow Trog on Instagram at uh, Trog wears things. It's oh yeah, follow. that too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Chirag. Yeah. Yep. Well, Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Chirag. Good, good luck tomorrow. You too. All right. Oh, that was fun. Okay. Um, I don't think we need our hot takes. Uh, let's just go, go straight into our betting picks, weekly locks of the week. Sean, I know you got a few for, for us. Yeah. I've been uh, on the Denver train for a while now. Let's, let's let it ride for uh, one more week here. <laughs> um, Russell. Oh shit! Oh yeah, he has a. Uh. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, let's ride. I, I'll still do Broncos. I think the Cardinals are just terrible right now. Uh, Colt McCoy, um, it's pretty. He gets pretty rattled like early in game if he can't you know, get some easy completion. So I think that Denver defense can hold it down. This is just um, literally ugly of the ugly. I don't know how you. It's Pick ugly games, but McCoy versus Ripian. What the, the hell? Give me, give me minus three at home. All right, All right fine, good. Denver. Lock yeah. it in. Okay. Lock it in. Lock it in. My next one, um, Cincinnati minus three and a half at Tampa Bay. I fucking hate Tampa Bay. They ruined our season. They ruined my betting season. Like, <laughs> the, I, I hate that team. But um, I don't know. I think Bengals playing. Uh, Amazing right now, and um, I can really see them uh, opening this one up as well. 
Um, and then my last one of the week, uh, I got Miami plus seven and a half at Buffalo. I know there's uh, people talking to about playing in cold weather. I think, um, you know, Miami, they're, they're going to keep this one close. Um, I like I like what they're doing with uh, Tyreek and Waddle, even though they did lose to the uh, Chargers. But I think it's, it's going to be, be 20 degrees and snowing. I, <laughs> I, I, I disagree with you with Miami, like, wholeheartedly. I think they're going to get blown out. I mean, Bill's also haven't been playing that well either. So Dude, I, Miami I did not look good against the Chargers. Dude, Miami has, like, <laughs> has holes all around at this point. <laughs> I mean, Bills yeah, are like, at least I playing like said, Finn family. <laughs> I have lost all faith in Miami at this point. All right, I, 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 res- I respect the locks. Okay, my, lock, my locks might be that meme with like the hot Cheeto, like covering the lock, but all right, uh, Vang, I think you got a, uh, I think, I think you got something special for us. All right, boys. Something that could win, win, win people some money, but not financial advice. Yeah, I've been owing five. I'm looking to go four and zero this week. You know, <laughs> out a little bit. <laughs> Statistically, that makes sense. Uh you can either have some advice individually or uh, parlay it together. But uh, I really like Detroit plus one at the Jets. Uh, Mike White took took some licks last week and. Uh, it's questionable, and they already announced that if he's not gonna go, it's gonna be Zach Wilson. So, hammering it. <laughs> <laughs> Cincinnati minus three and a half at Tampa Bay. That's a lock. Uh, Dallas minus four at Jacksonville, and Minnesota minus four versus at home against uh the Colts. All right, I, under- I understand you said four leg parlay. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, and the payout is uh, so, someone someone answered that for me. I don't know. Four leg parlay? It's uh, plus 12.30 right now. <laughs> 12 to 1. That's what I'm talking about. Jeez, All right. Those are the All right. Dang, lock, locks, huh? Lock it in. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a I'm a low risk, high reward kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, all right. I think that brings us to our Seahawks salute of the week. This week is presented by Toshi's Teriyaki, uh, where you can find a great chicken and katsu combo for $14.99. Uh, don't forget to get the salad. Uh, this goes out to Julian Peterson, three-time pro bowler for the Seattle Seahawks. In his three years with us, he missed only one game, uh, averaged 80, 80 tackles a season. His First two seasons, he had 10 sacks, nine and a half um, tackles for loss. He had over uh, 30 tackles for loss. Um, this guy is really an unsung hero back in the day. Um, what was his body fat percentage? Like 4% or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was something ridiculous, dude. I, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not sure if I can look up that stat, but I know it's lower than mine. Bro, hold on a sec. Give me a second. Let me look this up. Yeah, I don't think any of us have that number top of mine. I just know it's lower than all of ours. All right, so... Um, Julian, Julian Beerson, we unfortunately traded him to the Detroit Lions. We actually got him from the San Francisco 49ers. So uh, I salute you, Julian says, Peterson. Uh, All right, yeah, I just Julian found Peterson it. Has 5%, five five percent body, body fat. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> All 
I think DK is like four, isn't he? Oh shit, let me check. Hell, DK is now. <laughs> 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 you, just, you just know that at the top of the dome. Oh my god, DK was reported at one point six. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that, that doesn't seem healthy, dude. What, was he eat every game just like candy? Oh, he eats candy. Yes. <laughs> Don't advise that. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, you can catch us uh, wherever you catch your podcast on Spotify and Apple. Uh, go, go Hawks, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Go Hawks. All right. Can you close that like hour 15?